Yes, and welcome to another episode of Tinfoil Hat. So happy to be here. A crazy week of conspiracies. A lot of good stuff going on. Our guest is going to join us in about 10 minutes. I'm very excited to have him on. So I just want to get into a couple things. This week I'm in West Wisconsin at Appleton, Wisconsin. I'm at the Skyline Comedy Club. Wisconsin, come out, get weird. Tickle, tickets available at skylinecomedy.com. And then next week I'm at in Calgary, back in Calgary. I'm at the Comedy Cave, so go get those tickets, Canada. I'm bringing heat on stage. Aaron, how are you? Perfect. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm good. Uh, you're doing it. You're working it. We, yeah. we had a weird day. I'm sorry I'm a little rattled right now. I got here a little late. Uh, I, there's so, I, I, Someone do a study on the uh, driving IQ of people in Los Angeles who own minivans. That's I would really like to know that. By far. Who, if you had a, bo- uh, 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 a bad driver March Madness tournament, how far, who would be your final four? I would have minivan. I'd have handicapped parking plaque. Yeah. Got throw Asians in there. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm throwing it in there. You just, it's always, and who would be the last one? I have a lot of problems with BMW owners for some reason. BMW, I'll throw BMWs. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I'll throw it in there. I also would go with uh, hybrids, any kind of hybrids in there. I'd throw them in there, too. So that's my final four. And I do think minivan might, might, might compete and win the whole thing. They're just horrible. Uh, real quick, man, before our guest calls in, the, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the week in uh, conspiracies. We've had a crazy week, a lot of amazing stuff that went on that nobody talked about. None of the mainstream media talked about at all, you know. Uh, real quick. One kind of crazy thing that just happened is, um, so, if you've been following any of the uh, conspiracy theory websites or uh, Twitters or anything like that, there's this whole talk about how Anthony Weiner is under protective services, protect, he's getting protected by the NYPD, they have, him, they have his computer and they're giving him protective services because they want him to basically rat out people. And... So this is all kind of interesting because with the, as the here's a here's what happened a story Alex Jones comes out everyone's freaking out about Alex Jones every Alex Jones retracted any statements he made about PizzaGate and every I, my timeline got lit up by everyone going ah your boy your boy it's always my boy by the way I don't know these people and they're always my boy your boy your boy came out about PizzaGate and I always said something man. That that Joe Rogan podcast, when Alex Jones was on Joe Rogan, that was big, and that got people, I know people got nervous. There was a lot of discussion on a very high-profile show on this whole Petogate situation. And I, 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 there's going to be blowback on it, and I think this is part of it. That basically James Alephantis is threatened to sue Alex Jones if he kept talking about comic ping pong. Now, I've said in the past that, I don't believe there's a pizza parlor banging kids in Washington D.C. I think a lot of that is yeah. smoke and screens and don't, stuff like that. Yeah. Don't it, don't hurt my pizza. No, I love pizza too. Yeah. Apparently they got a special double crust in there. You know what I'm saying? So Alex Jones has come out and retract this. Well, as soon as he does that, suddenly a new story appears. Where is it? Right here. Nope. Suddenly a new story appears. And it's from the NBC. This is a story that actually came out in 19, in 2013, and it suddenly has reappeared again. And it's basically, and here it is, NBC News. There you go. Nobody wants to believe in anything. Here you go. You got your letter network coming out and saying Hillary Clinton covered up pedophile ring at State Department. That this was a story in 2013 that just went away and has now come out again. And basically what is happening here is my opinion is, and the story that's out there is the NYPD is pissed off that the FBI is dragging their feet on all these arrests. And they're not arresting anybody. And that they decide to start leaking out the stories or the info that they're getting off 
of Anthony Weiner's this is Anthony Weiner's laptop. Now another story comes out. Huma, right? We know who Huma is. You know, uh, was mm-hmm. Hillary's assistant. Yep. Who is married to Anthony Weiner? To yep. Anthony Weiner, broke up with him. Now has signed up with him again. Okay. It's a strange world, man. It's some strange shit. Like that's a whole crazy story going on. Yeah, bring him on. Um, but let's get into our guest. I'm very excited that he's here. Uh, he's he's his show is probably my favorite political show, uh, and just what's going on in the world. Uh, please, and he's doing an awesome comedy tour. Please welcome to the show from Redacted tonight, Lee Camp. Everybody, how are you, Lee? Hey, thanks for having me. No, dude, thanks for coming on, man. Congratulations. How you been? I'm doing great. Thank you, man. Thank you, and congrats on all your success, dude. You know. It's really amazing all the stuff that you're doing, and and it's you know when you go on YouTube and you see all the views you get, like it lets you know that people want this information. They want brute, they want food for their brain, and it's like it's. I uh, just congratulations to you and everything you got going on. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think we're in a a whole new world where people are looking for information outside of the the corporate stranglehold of everything. So uh, let me ask you, you got a comedy tour going on. We got any shows coming up soon? Yeah, I, you know what? Because I because I come back to D.C. to do the, the two TV shows each week, I just try and get out on the weekends. Uh, so I just played Pittsburgh and Cleveland. And then coming up in not too long is Boston, end of April, and uh, just nailed down New York. I'm going to play the cutting room a couple of nights. That's and, great, uh, man. And then at Atlanta and Chicago also. And that's all at uh, LeeCamp.net if anyone wants to look up tickets. Who's got LeeCamp.com? What asshole took that? Yeah, you know, I actually could have it now, but when I first signed up for a website 15 years ago, it was a uh, Korean porn site. So <laughs> That is hilarious. That <laughs> yeah, is I, a... I still I still want to meet the, the original Lee Camp. is probably a porn star somewhere. <laughs> nah, man. Well, your show is great, man. I love that you like do a lot of the topics that the mainstream media won't talk about. Uh, I started following you during the election 2016, and I was really digging what you were saying and the information you were putting out because I saw it too. So we're about, like, what, 80, 80 days into Trump's uh, presidency? How many? Are we at 100 yet? Yeah, 60-some, I think. So what's the score right now? What are you giving him? What's his? What's the score for being a president? <laughs> well, you, you know me. If you've watched the show, I think that we we you know we're in a corrupt system, and and Trump is Trump is the the end game of a of a you know profit driven over all else uh, uh, corporate uh, takeover of our government. I mean, you have Rex Tillerson, the CEO of Exxon Mobil, as Secretary of State. It's basically just they've dropped all pretense, yeah. And 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 it is it is uh, you know the face of corporations now run the thing. Now that doesn't mean that Trump's not outside of the traditional ruling elite. He is, and they hate him, and they're upset. But I don't, I don't. That doesn't mean that I think that he is some kind of savior or anything. I think it's it's quite the opposite. I I think there is something that, in a weird way. We got duped almost the same way we got duped with the pre- uh, with Obama, where Obama was changed, and he really wasn't changed. He they just made us think he was changed, and everybody was because right. you know, I'm in the conspiracy theory world, you know, and you know everybody I talked to is like Trump's he's go he's gonna change the system, he's destroying this, he's destroying that, and I'm like, man, you have way too much faith in this man. You have way too much faith <laughs> that this well, guy. But- on top of that, you can just look at, you know, when people would say, oh, Obama wants to do good, but Congress stops him. They're stopping him from doing so much good. Whenever they would say that, I'd say, look at the things that Obama has full control over, such as who he puts in his cabinet, who he surrounds himself by. He surrounded himself with a Goldman Sachs Citibank economic team. Trump, despite going up there and giving all those speeches about how he's outside Wall Street, he's outside the bankers, he's going to hold them to task, the feet to the fire, or whatever. He has surrounded himself with Goldman Sachs. It's exactly the 
the same. It is, they, you know, he he's Wall Street and Obama was Wall Street. Yeah, I always say that the difference between Obama, this is how you see Obama and Trump. Your, your significant other is cheating on you. Do you want to know about it or don't you want to know about it? Okay, because with Obama, <laughs> you're never going to hear about it. You would never hear about it. They would never tell you any of that stuff. And it would have been the same thing with Hillary Clinton. Trump, they're just telling you everything because for some reason they hate him. But I think it's like this heel thing. It's like a really weird thing. It's like the mainstream media, which you're totally right. I've seen your uh, episodes on it where you talk about how the media is owned by six people. And it's all, but yet they're going after him. But he's doing the bidding of the six people that own all the media. It's this weird pro wrestling shit that's going on where they have to paint him as a bad guy to rally the other side. Yeah, I, I think the, you know, the corporate, because where's the Republicans? Most of America gets that they're about profits. They're about, you know, greed in a sense. Um, so they can sell. They are doing what a lot of their base has voted yeah, for. Yeah, 100%. You know? They do, do want to gut a lot of uh, government agencies. They do want to, you know, decrease taxes mainly on corporations. And so I don't think people should be voting for that. But they are doing a little bit of what they say, whereas the Democrats have to run around acting like, oh, no, we're for the people. We're going to help the environment. We're going to, you know, uh, raise taxes on corporations. And they don't do any of that shit because there's corporate the other side. Yeah. So you have have two types of Republicans, uh, you know, arguing over this. But these corporate Democrats have realized the only way that they're going to keep getting any votes is to – to paint, uh, you know, Trump as as a supervillain, as a as a Russian, whatever it is, and because there's no reason to vote for them. Now, I also think there's no reason to vote for Republicans. One hundred percent, it can be both. That's what people don't understand. It can be one hundred percent both. Trump can be an asshole, and the DNC is completely corrupt. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It can right. literally right. be both. And I don't. It's it's right. a, um, yeah. Go on. Sorry. Well, you're absolutely right, and, I, and I've uh, you know been trying to say to people, and I've been, I've been tweeting it a bunch that look, Trump can be a corrupt, sad, megalomaniacal con man, and the corporate media can be a corrupt uh, propaganda machine. Both those both those things can be true at the same time. Yeah, it doesn't have to be one or the other. What is did the did the Clintons destroy the DNC? I feel like in the 90s, that's when everything fucking changes, man. And it's just like you go back to all the stuff that the Clintons did. And I love how you called him a Republican president because he he was that. He was a Republican president. I mean, it's very interesting when I argue with people and I literally argue both are bad. That's my point. Both sides are bad. And I can't get people to come to grips with that. I go, there's an argument. If Trump is the worst president in the world, that the Clintons were the worst thing that ever happened. To America, if you look at the stuff that they did within the uh, Bill Clinton's terms, which was, you know, DOMA, the Defense of Marriage Act, and people are going crazy on Pence and his hatred of gay marriage. The Clintons <coughs> passed a bill that made it illegal to be gay and get married. And everyone's like, well, it's 20 and, years and ago. People, and people forget that even Obama was, was arguing for civil unions until basically Supreme Court passed gay marriage, and then all of a sudden he was like, oh, such a wonderful thing. It's unbelievable. they like, you know, it's like uh, the, the, the left will argue about institutional racism and how bad it is, right? But then when you bring up the crime bill of 1994 and 1996, I can't remember. Yeah. That basically made it so, uh, like, a nugget of crack was the equivalent of bringing in a tanker of cocaine. And that was done to throw uh, blacks in, in prison. And that was done by the Clintons as well. And those are two— yeah, that, was done, that was done under Clinton with the approval of the Republicans. And, you know, the Republicans still love it. 100 percent. So the like, they, they, there, there was a very small window differentiating these, quote-unquote, you know, two parties. And that window is so minuscule compared to what they agree on. They agree on imprisoning most of our country. I mean, we have 5% of the world's population and 25% of the world's prisoners. We are, we are a prison a prison nation, and they basically agree on that. You know, privatized prisons, like, blew up over the past 10 years. Yeah. They're, they're, they're massive, and, they, and, they, and, and Obama... You know, they, they agree on deporting immigrants, even though there's this outrage over what Trump's doing. And I think there should be outrage over it. But 
Obama deported more people than any president ever. Now, Trump may beat his record, but you can't sit here and be like, oh, the Republicans want to deport people. Yeah, what do you think Obama's been doing quietly for fucking eight years? It is it is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And I think the only hope we have is waking up liberals to the fact that the Clintons or you like the DNC's just ridiculous. and then they just elected to the head of the DNC a guy who got busted with the WikiLeaks. He got busted saying let's kneecap Bernie Sanders and these Latino votes he's getting, and then they just put him back in because they're they're out of touch. They're on the corporate nipple, and it's just I can't get people to realize like you got it. Just because the they have a D or an R doesn't matter. It's not good or bad. It's all pro wrestling. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so so um, I, I I I've been following you since like the election, man. And you know what I really liked was how you were talking about you know if uh, Clinton gets elected, uh, how a Syrian war looks like World War Three looks very uh, uh, eventual. You know it's going to happen. Do you feel like we're in a war right now? Are we in World War Three? And our corporate media just isn't telling us about it. I mean, we're in seven wars that basically Obama named conflicts, and that's why nobody heard about them, and he didn't have to get approval by anybody. Are we? Are we in World yeah. War Three? Well, I, yeah, I don't know how, how how to define world war anymore, but yeah, we are bombing uh, seven countries, most of them without congressional approval, and Trump is not going to back off any of those, at least he hasn't signaled that he's going to, even though during his campaigning he was talking about how we shouldn't be in these other countries. Yeah. And then he becomes and then he becomes president, and all of a sudden he's fine with the fact that we are in 70% of the world's countries. We, we are the we empire. We have 1,000 we have a thousand military bases around the world, and Trump wants to increase military spending by fifty billion. It's utterly insane. Just Trump's increase of the military could fund the National Endowment of the Arts, which he wants to get rid of, could fund it three hundred and sixty times over. That's just the increase. Like it's it's nuts that we are you know the one trillion dollar F thirty five fighter program, which could, God knows how many after-school programs that could fund, but instead we're just going to eliminate that and make the people dumber, the kids dumber, and just keep funding bombs. It is unbelievable. Now, you did a segment recently on petrodollars. Uh, that a lot of these wars are about, this Syrian war is about petrodollars. Right. We kind of talked about it on here. You know, the, uh, Nixon and the uh, Federal Reserve basically took you know, our dollar off of, uh, no, no, they took, yeah, they took us off of gold, gold and they backed it by oil. And that this war is really about a pipeline and not about freedom. And it's very interesting about, it's almost like what you just talked about with uh, prisons in this country. We we almost do wars. Like we want to supposedly, quote unquote, help these people over there. How do we help them? By bombing the fuck out of them. You know, how do we make well, it? Well, we got we to drop our freedom bombs. We got, oh, yeah. Like, I just heard Scotland, they found oil there. I'm like, run, Scotland, run. Run now. If they find yeah. oil there, you know, when the rich people, someone tweeted, someone goes, Scotland having oil, That the, the rich people here, Scotland just joined ISIS. That's what they just heard, you know? And what's your thoughts on ISIS? We basically created them. Wouldn't you agree? Like, I mean, we're, we've been yeah. busted creating all these people. I have a list of CIA op- well, operations that are well, just crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things going on with Syria. Uh, but, you, you know, talking about the petrodollar and basically what props up our dollar and what keeps a lot of our empire wealthy is the fact that all these other countries uh, trade oil in dollars in our money. And... Um, Saddam Hussein went, uh, dropped off the petrodollar like a year before we invaded uh, there, and uh, Gaddafi was going around uh, Africa saying that they should switch um, their, their monetary system over to the gold dinar. Uh, and, you know, we saw what happened to Gaddafi. Yeah. And now Iran has said they're going to drop off the petrodollar. And we're building up for some sort of war with Iran. So, uh, you know, I don't know if Iran will follow the same cycle or not, but it certainly uh, seems like it could, and it certainly seems like the reason why we're so upset with them, not actually because of any, you know, little missile that they tested or whatever. Um, and then with ISIS, it's like, yeah, I think I think we created them we uh, by, by 
sending the uh, Iraqi guard off into the streets with their guns and just said, yeah, just go have fun. We're going to invade your country and see you later. Yeah. And, and there's no, you know, the complete power void there uh, after our invasion. And we gave them a lot of the weaponry in ISIS's hands is our weaponry that we've given to Saudi Arabia or we've given to various rebel groups that ends up in the hands of someone else yeah. for a time. I mean, I don't, I don't know about currently, but for a time, CIA-funded and trained rebels were fighting Pentagon-funded and trained rebels in Syria. We're, like, fighting ourselves yeah, over there. It's all money, but we're dude. Lar- we're largely okay with it because we just want two things, destabilization and weapons contracts. So as long as we're still building these bombs and as long as we have destabilization over there, it's good for us. It's good for Israel crazy it's it is nuts and it's like well that's a whole thing like the benghazi whole that whole scandal i think the email thing was just a smoke screen to not really what was really going on was that people think hillary let that guy off the, off to dry he just let him out there to dry by himself and he kept asking for more and more security and they never sent it out there and that the reason a lot, a lot of people think that they let him hang out to dry is because he knew that we were not only we training them we were funding them giving them missiles and even there was talk about we giving them chemical weapons and he was one of the few and there's one thing and I don't know if you go this deep into the conspiracy world Lee but there's this whole thing that <laughs> The Clintons like the awful lot of people that don't play ball with them or have secrets that they don't want out. And that there's this whole kill list. They have their own kill bill list, which always makes me laugh when we, they go off on Russia. How we're like, oh, they, they, killed, uh, yeah. they killed their journalists. I'm like, you could say the thing, same thing about the Clintons. And you could even say the same thing because they had a whole rally in Russia right now uh, trying to overthrow Putin. And then, you know, everyone here is going crazy. They're arresting journalists. They're arresting protesters. You're like, we did the same thing in North Dakota. We went in yeah, there. I don't, I, I don't know the, the truth or reality behind the, the Clinton assassination stuff, but I do know that, I mean, there's plenty of uh, of mysterious uh, deaths. And, and, you know, one, one journalist that uh, I think did amazing work was Michael Hastings, and then he blows up in a crazy one-car crash. My friend saw it happen. My friend saw it and, happen. Uh, he yeah. said it was crazy. This guy just flew right through and hit a tree. He was right there and he watched it happen. Yeah, this episode's going to be called Lee Camp telling Sam, going, whoa, 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 whoa. That's what this episode's going to be called. Because uh, it's going to be called, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because I go, I go deeper into the uh, conspiracy world. I want uh, you talk a lot <laughs> about deep the uh, the deep state and their role in a lot of stuff. <laughs> Who is the deep state in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, people, that's the thing, is is for people that are like, oh, I don't buy into all that conspiracy stuff, Deep State is not a, it's not like a hidden conspiracy. It's a, it's a common uh, terminology used by, you know, regular, certain regular journalists. It was on the Bill Moyer show, Glenn Greenwald talked about it, Chris Hedges. And it just means that we have a big, uh, you know, military complex, uh, including CIA, FBI, NSA, that is basically accountable to no one. They're not elected officials, and they're they're going to keep going towards their aims, no matter who's in the White House and largely who's in Congress. Now, sure, some massive bill could be passed that changes uh, how they work, but that doesn't even that isn't even ever talked about. Um, so basically, you have this massive, unaccountable apparatus that is going to keep us at war. It's going to keep surveilling Americans, and that's you know uh, separate from who's in the White who's in the White House. Um, and you you've heard more talk of this recently because it does seem like Deep State is trying to uh, undermine the Trump presidency. Now I'm in the awkward position of thinking he's a horrific president, so I want to see him undermined, but I don't in this way because they could do the same thing to a Bernie Sanders presidency. They could do the same thing to any president that gets into office. So whether you love or hate Trump, you should not want to see deep state controlling our our White House uh, or taking taking someone out, and I mean that by impeachment or whatever, Um, because they could do that too. If you got your favorite guy ever into office who is you know, going against the status quo, going against the the ruling elite, they could do the same thing to him or her. So. Is that the whole role of the CIA is basically just to 
keep control for the the power rich, the elites? Is that really their whole thing? I mean, are they really? I mean, I know they're a U.S. I mean, it's government. To keep control for the, it's to keep control for the empire, and the yeah. empire is run by the power elite. So yeah, it's not even about America. It's about a power right. elite group that just basically runs everything. It's just, uh, you know, this whole thing now. Everyone went nuts. Even my friends went nuts on me about the whole thing about Obama spying on Trump, and now everyone's like, Trump is crazy. That's so retarded. And then, uh, you know, two days later, WikiLeaks drops the email bomb about basically that the CIA has been spying on everybody through their phones and televisions. And I, mean, and I saw your segment on basically, like, you shouldn't be cool with this. Why, why are people okay with the government <laughs> spying on them? Why is that? Like, I always said, like, would you be cool if, like, they just walked in your house and started going through your shit? I, it's the same thing. Well, I think what a lot of people don't realize, because they, they, their favorite argument is, I'm not doing anything wrong, so I have nothing to worry about. You I don't hate have to be that doing argument. something wrong. You don't have to be doing something illegal. You could just be, you know, want a different world. You could just be trying to change the world for the better. And that's when all of a sudden the fact that you've allowed yourself to be spied on and all of your information collected and used however they want. And by the way, everybody, no matter how prestigiously you pay your taxes has made mistakes in, you know, the way you paid taxes or whatever. So it's like if someone wants to find something on you, they will get it if they're allowed to have all of your information and surveil you all the time. So you don't have to be some kind of hardened criminal to want privacy. And here's something I never hear anyone else talking about is when the founding fathers put the stipulation in the Constitution that you didn't you you were you you were ne- you would never be forced to house uh, soldiers. I think that they put that in there because this is before internet, before phones, before all that stuff. Because the point is, you shouldn't be forced to be surveilled by our military or our government. That's right. what they meant by house right. soldiers. It's not like they were just worried that people's couches would get dirty. They <laughs> they wanted to, they wanted to say you have your own right to to your own house and you shouldn't have someone staring over your shoulders with a gun. Well, now we've allowed the government and the military and everything else into our homes on a daily basis. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's unbelievable to me. Like, you know who they're like, Oh, I have nothing to hide. Who doesn't, Hey dude, who doesn't have something to hide? The stuff you're hiding is the good <laughs> shit. That's the fun stuff. Well, my, yeah, my my point is, if you truly have never broken a law, you know, never it's never smoked a joint or, or you know bought some beer for some teenagers who asked you to or whatever the fuck ran a stop sign, then you're the most boring individual yeah. I've ever met. And I think you shouldn't be in the country. Yeah. <laughs> I want stop I want fun it. people. You know, those people are like the people when you went to college and there was like that seventy that like that seventy year old in class who was going back to school and actually did home work and worked hard and fucked up the whole curve for everybody it's like dude the, <laughs> the weird shit's the fun stuff you should be allowed to do all that they, you know i do a joke about how i uh i watch weird porn not to enjoy it but just so agent smith at the nsa has to watch it too i'll just put it on a loop let it run for about two hours <laughs> hey enjoy this clown blowing a horse enjoy that can't get that out of your head um what is weeping agent angel weeping angel which is a great name for an operation, Weeping Angel. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like when I masturbate. Well, that was the, <laughs> that was the, uh, that's the name of the program. I guess it's named after a Doctor Who reference. The CIA program uh, that allows them to tap into Samsung televisions, and the television doesn't even have to be on, and they can record your voice, so basically listen to you uh, whenever you're talking around your Samsung TV. And Samsung admitted to this problem a couple of years ago and started putting in like the the booklet, the the owner manual It said, hey, by the way, just know that everything you say around your TV is sent on the internet to a third party. And, you know, they, they warned us this is, this is possible. And this is the WikiLeaks showed that the CIA is indeed doing this. And, and the CIA has gotten in through back doors, through uh, your your iPhone, your Android. Now, ideally, in a perfect world, what what the CIA is supposed to do is when they find that there's a vulnerability in your phone, they're supposed to tell Apple and Samsung to keep all of us safer, safer from hackers, safer from other countries. Instead, they're just fucking enjoying it like a like a joyride in a stolen car. Yeah. And and now all those tools, the WikiLeaks has revealed, all those tools that they use to get into these devices have been leaked to to everybody, every other hacker in the world. 
so they're putting us at danger by keeping these vulnerabilities open. And let's also remember that you can love WikiLeaks or hate WikiLeaks, but nothing that WikiLeaks has ever put out has been proven false. Yeah. Not a goddamn word has mm-hmm. been proven false. Why do people hate WikiLeaks but love Snopes? I don't, it's, it's fucking drives me nuts. <laughs> like, I tell people, I put something up from WikiLeaks. They go, if anybody on Facebook, I go, if anybody puts a Snopes fucking link on this thing, I'll blo- I won't even, I don't care if you're my mom, I'm going to block you. It's like, it's like some, it's like some cat, it's some couple with too many cats, right? <laughs> fucking just like Googling shit. And it's always like one way. It's like, I don't know why they became the voice of reason. And like as I watched this election, well, Snow. Well, what's interesting about Snopes is it. I think it was pretty accurate for a long time. I don't know how old they are, but for a long time, it, it generally, whenever I saw one, it was accurate that they were debunking. And then they were bought up by something. I think both they and Politifact were bought up by someone. Oh yeah. And they're they're still they're still right a fair amount of the time. You know, they're mainly debunking like stupid like uh, viral posts and stuff. But but then. On the ones that matter, on certain specific ones, they'll they're they're doing a it's a political view of things going on. They're they're politicizing it. Yeah, it's it's so fucking. When when Univision bought the Onion, everybody thought that was funny, and then I'm like, that's not good, dude. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. They just bought, you know, because they were pounding on Hillary and they got bought out by one of the six people groups. And you, I saw a video you talked about, and we've talked a little bit on here how six groups own. All the media, that the Clintons deregulated the media, and nobody knew why they did it when they did do it. They're like, why are you doing this? This is unnecessary. And then you see that it was done on purpose. Well, it was their, it was their campaign donors, you know? It's the, same, it's the same shit that, the you know, for the past 30 years, the campaign donors have told the, the, the presidents what to do and, and told the Congress people what to do, and they do it. Yeah, and it's just, well, I've had a couple people on here who have talked to uh, Scott, uh, Greg Carlwood came on from the Higher Side Chats, and he was talking about how this is a very interesting time in uh, media because you have this old oligarchy running everything, right? And they don't know how to deal with the Internet. It's like this new thing that they can't control it, which is now suddenly now you see this whole push to end uh, net neutrality, that it's going to be a big push. And I just think eventually we're going to – I don't know how we're going to stop them from doing it. I don't know how – I mean – I guess. I mean, we it, saved Obamacare. I, th- I, th- I mean, I think you just got to keep talking about it a lot, so it's on the front of everybody's mind. But yeah, if they're able to crack down on that, then you'll never see you'll never see another campaign like Trump's. You'll never see another campaign like Bernie Sanders, because both of those are were were heavily due to the fact that people were able to get information out there. You know, some of the time wrong, but a lot of it right, and we're able to get it out there outside of these you know, massive corporate gatekeepers in a way that had never happened before. Yeah, I, the six people, I like, that's my biggest argument with everybody. When Whenever you brought stuff up about Hillary Clinton, you would post it to Facebook or Twitter, and people would be like, oh, what is this, showbiz.today? Well, that's a bullshit uh, website, because all they wanted to see were the letter networks, ABC, NBC, Fox. They'll only take it as validated information if it only comes from one of those entities. But I'm like, those entities are bought and sold by like six entities and one group owns big chunks of all six of those entities. So if they don't want information out, it's not getting out. Yeah. And they, I mean, they do a great job of kind of, it's, it's more rare that they're out and out lying. And most of the time what they're doing is filling air, airwaves with things that are not really what the problem is. So you just, you know, you're just covered in this flood of useless information that they're acting is like what really matters. You know, like like when that flight went missing and they talked about it for a year. Like as long as you're talking about that, you're not talking about the the fucking takeover of the country by yeah. corporate by yeah. corporate control. And I re- I realized like the the media was up to no good when Anderson Cooper wouldn't even go and cover uh, op, uh what was it um op, Occupy Wall Street. Like the guy, the, yeah. it's two blocks from where you are, Anderson. That guy would go cover a, a dictator farting in the wind if uh, they told him to. <laughs> but he won't go down two blocks to cover this I, whole thing. I know. He'll, he'll, he'll stand out in a hurricane down in Louisiana, but he won't go three blocks to occupy. It's like unbelievable, dude. Uh, I just want to, because I know you got to go in a couple minutes. Um, 
I wanted to ask you about. Do you have you ever asked? Have you ever been asked to go on Bill Maher? No. Yeah, I find that just uh, amazing. Uh, what is your take on Bill Maher, John Oliver? Like, I've told you this before, and I really do believe this. I, you would be the best Daily Show host. I think you'd be great at it. I love your writing. Thanks, man. I love, I love your walkout on your show. It's great. Everything's great about it. <laughs> you know? Um, uh, the, the, thank you, man. Uh, well, I, you know, I lost faith in Bill Maher several years ago. I do think John Oliver is heads and tails above uh, Bill Maher. I do think there's certain things that even John Oliver fails on. And I don't know whether he's put up to them or it's just what he believes, but you know, his attack during the campaign, his attacks on Jill Stein work like just completely ridiculous. And I don't know where they came from, but Bill Maher, I think is a whole other kind of disease because yes, he is right some of the time, but, and you know, I'd rather, I guess I'd rather, you know, somewhat left wing host for that show than a right wing one. But, um, but he like his, he, he's I I also am an atheist, but for some odd reason he's chosen to put ninety percent of his ire towards one religion. When you know the the, the I think that there's enough blame for for death and destruction around the world for multiple religions, and for some reason he's decided to pick one. And uh, I think that influences the way he thinks on a lot of these things. Also, he has a tendency to have on these like fucking nutbags like Ann Coulter or whatever and spend 80% of the time giggling and, and agreeing with them. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he did his movie that made fun of uh, all, you know, every religion. And, and, uh, and I, uh, you know, my girlfriend's Jewish. All my, I got a lot of good friends that are Jewish. I love, I don't believe <laughs> in like, you know, the, a group, a group is, you know, dictated by the actions of a, a couple at the top right you know right. but his like his he, he made fun of every religion when he got on you know uh J- being jewish he, he made fun of the jewish religion by making fun of a guy who didn't like israel and i'm like that was the biggest cop out i just think that you yeah. know he, this anti-muslim thing that he pushes which is yeah. so everything else he's so against he can't say anything mean about gays which i agree with can't say anything mean about blacks which i agree with you know but the, the way Bash is on, Muslims, it's so uh, military-industrial complex message that the people yeah, above yeah. him— it, 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 it absolutely goes along with that, with that thought process of, oh, well, we need to bomb them. And, you know, he was—he's he's against these wars, but I remember—I think this was the moment I decided I'm, I'm just done watching him, was he had on uh, a reporter I love, Jeremy Scahill, and— uh, Scahill's talking about, uh, you know, how many innocent civilians die in these drone bombs, which the numbers that the CIA gives are 90% innocent civilians dying. Yeah. These things. Yeah. And, and Bill Maher's response was, Hey, if a dirty bomb comes into this country, it's coming in the LA port. And I live in LA. So fuck them. Yeah. It's, and, and I'm like, what the, that is the saddest, most eight brained thing I've ever heard. But fuck who? You're as long as I get mine, that's the whole the thing. Bomb. You're, you're hitting just innocent civilians. We killed 200 people the other yeah. day in Iraq. Yeah. 200 innocent civilians the other day. And, and oh, this is just fine? This is just normal? It's just, it's, it's a really unbelievable how, how people just like, as long as, you know, your team's in charge, you, you let everything go. It's unbelievable. And, you know, he has on a lot of these anti-Muslim people and they're like, Muslims are awful. And then they'll show a, a, one video of something awful happening. And I'm like, well, you could do that with our country. All you have to do is go to world star hip hop, pick any of those fucking videos and go, look at Americans. They're a bunch of idiots, you know? And it's just like, I can't right. have a conversation on Islam and not have a conversation of our, what our foreign policy has to do with their reactions. Because I go to people, I go, imagine if Islam came and set up camp right in Ohio. Would anyone be cool with that? Would anyone be okay with a giant base, a big Muslim base right in the middle? No, we do that to everybody. We are, we are destabilizing the country. So these people, are they really hating our freedom or are they just trying to fight back? I, I, I don't know the answer. Well, and I'm and I'm looking at right now CNN and at least they're covering it. But the headline on CNN right now says a hundred plus bodies pulled out of building in Iraq from our from our drone strike this week and uh, pulled out of one building, and those are innocent innocent civilians. And it's like imagine our response if a bomb fell out of the air onto one of our buildings, killing a hundred Americans from some other country. 
It's that would be fucking. Our response would be insane. Un fucking believable. Do you believe it? I know you gotta go. Do you believe in false flags? Uh, I, be- I believe they exist. I believe they exist on a whole, uh, on a m- much more common level in terms of like internet attacks, where they blame the attacks on other countries and things like that. Oh, yeah, it's the whole thing that um, came I mean, out golf, right now. Golf at Tonkin, after the documents came out in the 90s, showed that the Vietnam War was basically started by ourselves. Not not intentionally. We were we thought we were coming under fire, and it was like friendly fire. But then we started the Vietnam War and never backed down. We never said, oh, that was friendly fire. We, just, we, we were basically looking for an excuse to start it, and that would do. And so basically that counts as a false flag. There's also been declassified documents showing that the, the CIA very much wanted to uh, blow people up in Florida in order to blame it on Castro. And it got all yeah, the way Operation to Northwood. J- it, it, yeah, yeah. It got all the way to JFK's desk. And he said, no, we're not doing this. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Can I, I was in L.A. I was watching television when that San Bernardino shootings happened. And I watched it. And I watched the message change. It started out four guys, four white guys in black military fatigue walked in and started shooting everybody. I'm like, fuck, man. Some fucking mil- militia went crazy. And then I watched it turn and turn and turn. Then it came some fucking guy, some uh, Muslim Middle Eastern guy shot up the place yelling ISIS. And him and his wife, who just had a baby, just decided to go shoot up a place. And it was just like... It just, they provoke us to get war going, you know, and that's a lot of this red scare that's going on right now. So, Lee. Well, a lot of, go on, a lot of, yeah, yeah, I'll go one second. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, Naomi Klein's shock doctrine says you don't always have to create uh, events in order to get what they, in order for them to get what they want. They, they can just wait around and allow things to happen. And whenever something happens, say, oh, it's the end of the world and, and, trump it up forgive the term to to get to get us to go to war to get us afraid whatever it is they need to happen um so you know you don't always have to create a crisis you can just wait for one and sit around and or let it happen yeah sometimes they even know someone is planning something and they just go ahead what is it it's it's some crazy percentage of fbi whenever the fbi says we caught someone who was planning a terrorist attack it's some crazy percentage they were helped out by the FBI. The FBI basically found them online, hardened them, talked them into planning something, and then arrested them for planning it. So basically, the FBI is creating these terror plans that they then arrest the guy and can point to it and say, look, we stopped the terror attack. It's unbelievable. Lee, final question is, what's a, what's a Lee Camp groupie like? <laughs> They're the best. Are they- well, Describe them. I, what's I, your I, what's your crowd? What's I, I your wish, ladies? I wish I could. T- I wish I could tell you they're all uh, you know twenty five year old Playboy models, but I, a lot of them are uh, fifty year old, uh, very interesting people. That's interesting, <laughs> man. I love chicks who are into conspiracy theories. They're just hotter. I used to do a joke about chicks. <laughs> I used to get really turned on by chicks who thought nine eleven was an inside job. You know, if you want to talk dirty to me, talk about Building uh, Seven. Let's all do this. So, <laughs> Lee, you are the best, man. I love you, man. I love everything you're doing. Uh, if you're ever in L.A. and you want to do a spot on a show, even if it's not your show, right. hit me up, man. I'd love to help you get us some spots out here, man. I just love what you're doing. I think you should be way bigger than you are. But maybe it's better that you're just doing your own thing, dude. And that way you're yeah, the master I mean, of your own there's domain. Definitely a little, there's definitely a little bit of that, which I'm sure you can relate to, which is, you know, I, I, it, I am doing my own thing that wouldn't be allowed at the major networks. And, and uh, so on that level, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. All right. Lee Camp, you're the man. Um, yeah, by the way, everybody check out Redacted Tonight, and it's also on YouTube.com for us Redacted Tonight. I love what you're doing, dude. Thanks for tuning in. Let's do it again sometime soon. Thanks for having me, man. Bye, buddy. Lee Camp, everybody. Yes, that was a good interview. How was my interviewing skills on that one, Aaron? Very good. Very I thought good. I thought it went great. Yeah, I thought I thought like I really knocked that one out of the park because mm-hmm. I let him talk. That was a good interview, though. It helps, yeah. Lot, yeah, that is good. That is good. <laughs> a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world there, Aaron. You know, a lot of crazy stuff going on. I want to see the crazy stuff end. I would too, and it's. I, I just think it's going to take some bad shit going down, buddy, for it to fucking happen, man. To be honest with you, and I just, it makes me very sad. 
You know, it makes me very sad. Hold on one second. So, Aaron, I wanted to get into uh, another thing that just happened. To finish this up, I wanted to do it before Lee called in, but due to technical difficulties. Um, have you seen this story? I have not. So, uh, the NASA, as you know, NASA's so interesting, man, because as we grow up, it's kind of this cool space program. And then as you get older, you do a little more digging, go deeper down the rabbit hole, there becomes stuff about um, that maybe it's a little more evil than people think. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk to him about. I wanted to talk to him about this. I'll get into that after. That, uh, you know, do you think aliens exist? Somewhere out there, yeah. I, I don't know that we've been visited, but I, I would say we just they see are them out there. Constantly. I honestly think that aliens treat Earth like they're Tijuana. Like they come here on like spring break and they just bang hookers and just have fun and then go back to their planet. That's like where they're like third world fucking party city. They come here, they, they fuck our country chicks, and then they go back. Aaron! That's an interesting theory. It's a theory because they Aaron, look at this. Look at this. See this in the back? I don't understand, though. The video is not playing. But it, it is, is playing. playing. It is playing. Hang on. I it says watch the whole on. video, which is the whole thing. This is uh, it on a loop. Look at it in the background. This is the space shuttle. In the background, we see the one, two, three, four. Again, the the term UFO is used liberally. Um, but they cut the feed right after this. Yeah, I'm just saying that unidentified flying objects are not necessarily always aliens. I mean, they could just be flying objects just don't know that what, just happen yeah. to like all go at the same speed. You know, that seems odd. That seems odd. That doesn't look like. I like, don't know. I mean, know? it doesn't look like a spaceship to me. But I don't know what it is. Yeah, but you don't you know, know how far away that is. Yeah, exactly. I don't have. I mean, any... does this look like a spaceship to you? The the this thing right here, whatever that is. That looks like a warehouse in Van Nuys. Yes, it does. Um, that looks like where they store all, all, all store all the old porn. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where they're keeping the pubes. Yeah. You don't believe in that, Aaron. You don't believe that those could be aliens? Possibly? They could be. I don't know what they are. I have no, like you said, because we have no real idea of what the size of it is or anything, I have no idea. Yeah. I just. They're think, unidentified. There's just so many theories out there. Um, so I want to go, I wanted to talk to Lee about this. Fuck. But I'll bring it up now. Um, the Pentagon, did you hear this? Has lost $10 trillion, and nobody knows where it is. Again, $10 trillion, and they have no clue where it is. I'd like to find it. You would like to find it Personally. and keep it? Yeah, yeah. Keep a chunk? Oh, I mean, I mean that's I'll a lot a of money. Away. $10 trillion, again. Yeah. Again. They have no clue where it is, either. They have no clue. The Who is the accountant? Is the accountants at the yeah. Pentagon the same people who fucked up the Best Picture Award at the... Uh, the Oscars, Price and Waterhouse, yeah. Price, is it Price, Price Waterhouse, Waterhouse Cooper, something like that. Ten trillion dollars. Let's look at this. It's just so weird, man. Yeah. It's just. I mean, if, if I lo if I found that money, guess who's getting a special? Uh, me. Yeah. What? Yeah, you're getting a special. Stop. Oh, of course. Oh my God! I mean, Fred Reserve trillion Trump dollars. It's so interesting. You can, get a, you can have a, a couple. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Thank you, dude. Ten trillion. Bye bye. The calm before the storm. Yeah, dude, $10 trillion gone. And, you know, gone, dude. How gone. is that? I mean, just, it can't be cash, right? It's like. It's money spent that le left. It's unaccountable. Nobody knows where it went. Yeah. It's definitely not, uh, no one could carry that. Yeah. Right? It's so fucking crazy. I don't even think there's a car that could carry that much money. Yeah, but it's like, it's just getting allocated. It's like funds here. Nobody knows where the funds went. Ones and zeros, yeah. Yeah, oh, here, this money. Well, it's all for shadow shit. It's just shadow stuff. It's I don't shadow, like it. I you don't know? like it. You don't like I it don't either. I appreciate that. I don't either, man. Mm -mm. We could have a world We could have a world of peace, man. We could have a world of peace. And, but yeah, we could certainly easily end hunger. Easily. So unbelievable, dude. We I'm just hungry now. Oh, uh, does losing ten billion dollars, ten trillion dollars, make you hungry? Yeah, well, that and being here since ten a.m. Oh God, how yeah. many podcasts do you do? This is there's only three. This is oh man, what do you do when you're not having a podcast going? I mean, hopefully eating. 
Oh, obviously <laughs> no. you didn't. Why don't no. you order something? Some post Postmates. Yeah, I could, I suppose. Well, so that's our show. It was a little show. It was a little, uh, it's a shorter than normal show because uh, Lee could only do 30 minutes. I appreciate him coming on. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I just wanted to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Lee, Lee Camp's funny, man. He uh, he stiff-armed you a little on those conspiracies. He goes, oh, he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know so about that. I appreciate that. it. I think I feel like I found an ally. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so funny. It's kind of like your family. We bicker with each other, but then when someone else comes in, we team up and go after them. So uh, so it was fun. I, that's why he didn't get my joke that this episode's going to be called Whoa, 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 with Lee Camp. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Pull it back. Yeah, that's a tough one over Skype. But that was good. One question I wanted to ask him, but I didn't because I just I texted him before. He's like, I've talked about it. It's like, Redacted Tonight, It's the original name of it is Russian Tonight. It's funded by the Russian government. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. People flip out by that. They that's, flip out on it. It's weird. It is weird, man. It is weird, but it's like- But what, whoever pays the bills. That's what I'm saying. As long as you still dictate the content. I mean, it's like if you listen to what they're saying, it's 100% true. It's like it's 100% true. Everything they're talking about. It's, and it's just like people don't want to give it a chance. It's like why Al Jazeera failed miserably. First of all, you can't come in America and call anything L. No. The only thing L that works is El Pollo Loco. That's uh, it. Uh-huh. You can't do, call El Jazeera. You sound like Al Qaeda. People yeah. are instantly going to turn you off. Even when Hillary Clinton said it was the best news on the planet. Yeah. And it's just like... It's just like I, the smartest people in the world I know just refuse to buy into facts. Has there ever been a porn? I just thought of this, and I'm I okay. feel bad about it. Money ideas. Has there ever Money been ideas. a porn called Al Jizz Era or something like that? Like it, this this is part of the Al Jizz Era. There is a lot of uh, there is a lot of Sorry. Muslim porn coming out. Like hot chicks who probably are Mexican who look Muslim. Yeah, yeah. And they'll do like some weird like. Yeah, we don't know our brown people. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they, they look alike. I asked him the other day, I go, what's your nationality? He goes, oh, God. I go, what? He goes, why you got to ask my nationality? You didn't ask him. I go, I know he's Jewish. I know that. I don't need to ask him that. Yeah. You could be anything. You could be Indian to Iranian. Turns out he's Pakistani. Yeah, I didn't, oh, you're a Pakistani? Yeah, I know. That's kind of, it's nice to pass. Yeah. What? I mean, I'm just interested in what your, what your, why did, well, people, this fake outrage. Fake outrage, man. It's just ridiculous. So this was it. Um, guys, keep giving me suggestions on people to get on the show. I will get any of them on. I'm thinking about doing a flat earth, even though I don't believe in it at all. No, sir. I just don't believe in it, dude. Hey, we're on the same page. You know, I don't believe I don't believe Michelle Obama is a man. I don't believe it. We're 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 in agreement on that too. Cool. cool. When you say though, trannies are getting much better at being trannies like they're real like they've they've worked the kinks out yeah technology has done wonders is it really gay if they keep their pants on i don't know sexuality and gender are different i think it's just gonna be everyone's just gonna be other soon i just think that's where it's going yeah deep state all right deep state. guys it was great i hope you guys enjoyed this one uh if you guys have suggestions on shows let's do it again I love the the love and support I get on the show. Hit me up. Hit me up. Look into all the stuff about Pedogate, man. You're never going to have a smoking gun, but, man, there's a lot of crazy shit going on with that. This is like the fourth person. First of all, the fact that, I mean, like, Anthony Weiner is a scumbag. Yeah. What a scumbag. 100%. Yeah. And, like, his wife took him back. How fucking funny is that? That's uh, That's a bad idea. Like it's so interesting. It's like has, and it's like people think that she just took him back, so he can't testify about her, and she can't testify about him. I mean, that's that is legal. But that, yeah, it's there's so much out there. You guys gotta look into it, man. I think something's coming. So uh, this has been Tim Foil Hat. I appreciate everybody listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.